Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Support for today's Medicine Remix show comes from Slow Loft, anti-go-go-go chill pills for those who are human doings more than they are human beings. Slow Loft works quickly to slow your roll and makes you question what your big hurry is. We know, we know, life moves pretty fast, so take Slow Loft to look around once in a while so you don't miss it. Take a load off with Slow Loft today. Side effects of Slow Loft may include smelling roses for no apparent reason, marveling at the fact that we're all just a bunch of ghosts driving a meat-coated skeleton made of stardust, and realizing that this was all probably just a dream anyway. Now, back to thinking like a turtle so you can be a good rabbit on the one and only Medicine Remixed. What's really good, Remixed Hood? It's your boy, Reesh. It's your favorite podcast, Medicine Remixed. And I hope everyone is using today and every day, for that matter, as a chance to remix his or her life for the better. What a concept. Today's episode is a shrink wrap throwback classic that D and I recorded back in 2013 with our homegirl, Shrub River MD. And in this clip, Debunk tells us about the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, aka the DSM, which is now in its fifth edition. And that fifth edition was actually published right around the time we recorded this podcast episode. So in this conversation that you're about to hear, we talk about the interesting evolution of the DSM and some insights that are still relevant over half a decade later. You're listening to the one and only Medicine Remixed. What's the DSM for people that don't know what the DSM so is? So the DSM is basically a catalog. I think it's the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. 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 Yeah. Um, and there's been obviously several versions of it there now, and it hasn't gone in a linear fashion where it's gone one, two, three, four, five. There's been revisions, so there's yep. been like you know number four revised, and you know so. But they're now on number five, and I think the the first they come out uh, to to give you an idea of like how often they come out. Probably as often as Dr. Dre makes an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, and the speculation just as high. I think the first one was released in the 50s and has since been you know revised. And if you get a hold of one of the DS, the first DSM, it's bizarre to read what they call diseases. Yeah, because up to the 70s, yeah, homosexuality yeah, yeah, was, was on there was a disease, a mental illness. What? That's crazy. But interestingly enough, in this edition, it's been criticized like crazy. First off, psychiatry has been criticized like crazy for many years. Mm -hmm. um, right. The 70s, it went through a crisis, and people were saying, oh, it's not necessary, they're not doing enough. And, and, and then these celebrities, one became Scientologist yeah, and yeah, shit, and, and you got Tom Cruise and other nut jobs out yeah. there. How to get a crazy to talk about how other people crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I've never agreed with psychiatry, ever. Before I was a Scientologist, I never agreed with psychiatry. And then when I started studying the history of psychiatry, I started realizing more and more why I didn't agree with psychiatry and I know that uh, psychiatry is is a pseudoscience but uh, the manual itself I think what people fail to understand is the manual doesn't offer any treatment regimens it doesn't no. say mm -hmm. here's how you should treat things it says here's what we call a disease and the problem is is that it's not only doctors using it Researchers use it. Sure. The NIH uses it. Insurance companies use it. Mm -hmm. It's just so we're all speaking the same language. Right. And that's really all it is. But it's then what you start calling a disease. Right. That people are like, oh, you, oh now there's a new disease? And yeah. I don't think people realize that that's how fucking diseases get their names and syndromes get their names. Yep. Right. It's a guy who just collects.
collects a bunch of symptoms and says, if you have these, this is what we call it. Yeah. And it's only that because there's so many different diseases and constellation of symptoms and all that shit. And uh, like I said, in the you know, 73, 76, something like that, uh, homosexuality was taken out as a disease. But interestingly enough, there's been a whole new set. And actually, I, this is fascinating to me, right? So what were considered diseases in version four revised, and these were considered actual mental disorders, classified under mental disorders. Mm -hmm. uh, so fetishism, uh, transvestitism, masochism. This is me and my most masochistic. And yeah. sadism. You find me sadistic. But anyway, but, yeah. but these were all considered actual mental, mental disorders. Uh -huh. yep. So they, they got rid of them. So if you look under mental disorders, they they, these aren't listed. Mm. But they're under uh, paraphilic diseases now. Uh, okay. Oh, Lord. And these are interesting because it, what it says is these are intense sexual desires with atypical object situations or places. Okay. So these are no longer considered mental disorders. Right. But the distinction to me that blew my mind when I was reading it was, first off, these are considered non-criminal disorders, right? Right. Which is a weird thing to say. And it really only has to do, because then the question becomes, like, if you ask somebody, like, what is a fetish? Mm -hmm. What's a fetish? Like, just if, it, what, if I ask you what's a fetish, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, not a specific, show, tell me a fetish, yeah, but the definition but, of it. No, I think it's like maybe like a, a sexual obsession with, you know, a particular thing that may not necessarily be like a sexual sure. like yeah, object. Right. Like, you know, there's this guy that we used to call. <laughs> I see, I knew it was going to happen. I knew, that's why I said, don't give me an example. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's this dude that uh, he was a weird kid, nice guy, but uh, a little off. Yeah. But he, uh, we used to call him Boo. Uh -huh. because <laughs> because the guy would just like he's like a relatively quiet guy but anytime he saw a girl wearing like boots like, yeah. you know i'm talking like you know the boots that you know come up to your knees basically sure. he just start like you know, freaking out <gasps> you know, like he you know yeah this, like this, freaking out where he like start jerking off like in the parking <laughs> no, lot like you know not or not, just getting all hot and heavy it was non-criminal okay <laughs> let's got put it, it that way wow yeah but he would he would just like you know he that was real thing. worked up that yeah. was his thing yeah Calling boots that's funny it's like yo boots are you okay boots <laughs> well you're right it's it's things that are again the, the definitions is fascinating because at some point you have to define these things you have to say this is what we're going to call it right but uh it's uh anything that's other than a sexual organ that people that gets people sexually right. aroused. Right. Oh. Was he aroused? Which is a problem now because Which, none of them yeah. that what do you consider part of the sexual experience? Yeah. Like, right. Is it just genitalia and that's it and anything outside of it? So lips, right. smile, hair, like things that you like. Right. When does it become, wow, oh, it's kind of blurry. So they when even went yeah. further oh, and they Lord. said none of these things that we called uh, paraphilic disorders, unless they cause distress to you it's yeah. not a problem that's always their caveat right, right? it's right. got to be distressing it's got to right. cause it, problems it, it in your life affects your ability right. to function as an, so know. if you if you like you know getting whooped and burned with candles like that s&m yeah shit. it's yeah. not necessarily a problem until you find it to be stressful to your life i see which is really interesting because then that literally says that it only has to do with your perception of it. right so there's nothing weird about me being tied up in the basement and being burned with candles. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah, right. It's interesting. 
it's interesting. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't want to. Great line because yeah. what's distressing to one person right. might not phase another person. Yeah. How about looking at like child pornography? Oh God. For example. Yeah. Like, I, mean, that, I think that's because a that's under crime. But so uh, their loophole is yeah, that that's n- a, not being a pedophile. But, no, but watching it is a crime. Possession yeah, okay. of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so even though necessarily that it might not cause distress right. in their life, right? Not yeah. uh, defending. No, no, no. Uh, but I get what you're saying. But but then yeah. that's where like I get what you're saying. There's 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 so many like weird turns in this yeah. definition where you're like. Ah, but what? But yeah, you know. So there's a I, lot of what ifs. Yeah, right? and that's that's scary. That, I, but it, but interesting because I like the, the fact that you have to put it into words eventually. Yeah. If you want it, you know, to be rule. Sure. And so the fact that they they have to come up with these sorts of things, it's it's interesting because some guy has to sit there and argue about the definition. You know. Right. I, I think that's funny. But here's this thing: uh, the the thing about uh being gay uh-huh. and it not being a disorder, unless it causes you personal stress. That's. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? How weird. Yeah, that's like a. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's like, that's oh, now we're back to where we. Like, what? Yeah. What just yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So, is that what people are out there talking about? Yeah, there, people are talking, and they're, they're criticizing it. Um, and I I think that the more the criticism is coming from, I think people are just disappointed with the slow progress of psychiatry mm-hmm. versus, you know, the book itself. Because mm-hmm. the book's really nothing other than definitions, and for us to all be speaking the same language. Yeah, just kind of, you know, help us organize yeah. this stuff. Because, right. exactly. Really. I still believe that psychiatry is the most challenging field in medicine because in so many other things, man, I'm in orthopedics, like you get an x-ray, you see that a bone's broken, Mm -hmm. you know how to fix it, and in diabetes, when you're treating diabetes or other types of disease, you know, you can do a blood test and be Mm -hmm. like, that's what's wrong with you, this is how I'm going to treat you. But in psychiatry, it's like you're trying to treat something that you can't see, you can't measure, you know, you're trying to fight an enemy that's not tangible that's not you can't quantify it there's no number that you can attach to it like you know this is how bad your depression is right you know so we measured your depression level and it's uh yeah tied it through the roof yeah no you're right that's tough and i think to add to that is how distressing it can be to the patient Mm. it's all those things that you said it's amorphic we can't grab it we can't pull Mm. it out and on top of that it ruins your life yeah like how it's invisible and it's ruining your life Mm. and uh yeah we don't yeah and a lot of the treatment that's out there i mean that's the other criticism about it is because yeah i mean we do know that there's certain like neurochemical imbalances that scientifically and in theory you might be able to battle by you know giving them drugs that increases your serotonin whatever the case may be but that's tough man because it's it's a multifactorial process it's not just the neurochemistry it's just you, you, know, you bring up a yeah. good point i don't want to forget this we, we had a friend here you know recently visiting and i was talking to him about his mental illness and you know he said something very profound to me and he said we were talking about suicide mm-hmm. and uh, we we're talking about a friend of mine who committed suicide and a friend that was visiting volunteers to me he says uh, you know i i six years ago i thought about killing myself and i thought about it very very intensely wow i was poised to do it and i didn't and i'm happy i didn't but it was a very real thing i, I wanted to kill myself and he said to me the frustrating thing was was that I was being started on medications and they had all these side effects. Right. Right. And I just wanted to get better. And they're giving me all these drugs and shit's not working. Right. And I already want to kill myself. And now I have to deal with these side effects right. for, these, for, for these meds that aren't helping me. It's like mm-hmm. a paradox, right? Yeah. It's like your suffering then becomes in the side effects yeah. of the very same thing that's trying to help you. Exactly. And, he, and yeah. I, so I said to me, so what's the saving grace in all of this? And he says, the thing with psych meds is that you have to titrate it. You have to find the right, the right amount dose. and the right drugs. And it takes time. That's when, mm-hmm. you know, art meets science. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly what you said. If you have, you know, a sugar level of this, we treat you.
you with this much insulin. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking graph. We can find it. Yeah. This we treat yep. you with this. Eight right. o'clock, you get this. So Nine o'clock more, at night, you get scientific. this. scientific. Yeah, and and it's easy to customize that. Right. You know. And the problem with these drugs is you're right. They fucking work. And in most cases, we're not really sure exactly how or why they work, but we know they work. Mm-hmm. But getting the right amount and the right drug. It's a game and the side effects suck, but when it works, it works pretty amazingly. Right. And so this friend that was telling me this said, that was the hurdle. And I wish somebody who had gone through this would have came to me and said, it took me fucking eight months, man, to get the right combination of drugs. But goddamn it, I'll tell you, it's fucking amazing now. Mm -hmm. And it sucked to go through that, Mm -hmm. but fucking hang in there and just keep working at it. And you're going to get to where you need to be. That was fucking profound to me because I thought, man. That just gave me chills. Like what, to need to hear that Mm -hmm. and for this person to be telling me like that's all i needed man i needed to somebody to tell me like yeah yeah what you're going through fucking sucks dude yeah but let me right. tell you something you have to do this because the end it gets better right and th- these are just growing pains we need to go through sure. them you're mm-hmm. gonna find that right mix and he says to me now he says dude I- i'm on the right cocktail i'm on the yeah. shit that works for me right. and it works fucking great and it it scares me to think of where i was you know six years ago sure i learned some skills along the way too learn how to cope all that other stuff but I know for a fact that these meds are helping me. But it took a, a little while to get that, you know, that right cocktail down. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, floored. I thought, fuck, man, that's something I got to make sure I mention. Because that's anybody listening who's either starting a med or, or going through a new diagnosis of a psych condition or knows a family member. Yeah, or um, wondering if, you know, maybe they need to seek that type of help exactly. just to get evaluated. Exactly. Uh, know that. It gets better, man, but it takes work like anything else. And, and yep. it's like, right, like you mentioned earlier, it's just one of those things where it's, it's tough, man. And it's tough not only for the patient, but it's tough for your doctor too, man. Yeah. He wants you to get better, but knows that you can't rush some of these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's frustrating part yeah. for both ends. And yeah. it's very much a two-way street, man. Yeah. You need both the provider and the patient to really come to a common ground Absolutely. and work with each other yeah. to get better. I mean, yeah, yeah, that holds for any kind of doctor-patient relationship. It goes both ways. You can't have the doctor going 80 and the patient coming 20 it's got to be a 50 50 split and i think a lot of times that doesn't happen you know how we'd like it to and and the patient suffers which which sucks because we're as doctors you know we're here to help you and so that kind of understanding definitely needs to be reached how are we doing on time we should probably wrap it up great to see both of you sitting here i really feel like i haven't seen either one of you guys it's been a while yeah, it's been a while everyone's busy but that's what i love about this yeah. it's like we come out we hang out yeah. and, you know talk about our relationship with medicine yeah. and you know being part of this is uh it's great it's fun yeah no i agree it's, it's always fun to talk to you guys and it's fun when we can just fucking talk and actually record it benefit from it sure. at least i say they benefit, they benefit. <laughs> um but yeah so uh, tell a friend yeah tell a friend uh, to follow us if you think that uh we're worth it yeah all right we love you guys and we'll see you or you'll hear us soon absolutely yep. all right peace Peace. This is probably one of the hardest things to do, and that's ask for help. We need your help! On any front. Asking for help medically. I don't need therapy. Asking for help life-wise. Need help! Need help now! Asking for help supporting Medicine Remix. I guess it's all uncomfortable. Uh. No easy way to do it. Until now. The folks over at Anchor have decided to unveil something that we think is pretty dope. Ladies and gentlemen. It's called listener support. And the way it works is you go to anchor.fm slash medicine remixed and it'll take you to our page. There's a support button 
click on it, follow what it says, and bam, you have now donated the vital blood to this organism that it needs to keep on pumping. Thanks for listening. Medicine Remix.